What's going on? Welcome to the No Mongo Podcast, a weekly show about all things skateboarding. And my name is Rick Beta. Hope you enjoyed my chat with Gordy Tharp last week. Be sure to check that out if you haven't done so. Check him out, get his book, all that good stuff. I'm on social media at Rick Beta. That's R I C K B A T A. Or you can email the show, nomongopodcast at gmail.com. All right. So, yeah, as I mentioned a couple weeks back, I was most likely going to talk about the Death Wish video, and that is going to happen right now. Um, they released their Uncrossed video. So, yeah, it was about a week and a half or so ago. And it was pretty much, what, 28 minutes of me just holding my breath. I was out of air, all red-faced and just <laughs> hot and bothered by this one, but I enjoyed it. Don't get me wrong. And uh, Pedro Delfino, he got things started off, like, basically stealing my warm-up warm up line. That's not cool anyway, but I'll let it go. During that credit sequence. <laughs> and it was crazy to see of, like, all the gnarly things he did in that video. A crack. Like, a, I mean, I guess it's pretty legit. A crack in the street took him out. <laughs> for that opening uh, uh, credit, ti credit title sequence. And it was right in front of traffic, right in front of the bus. And you know you know the bus driver was just like hitting that uh, that button, like you know slowly reaching for the to shut the doors down, not let anyone in. And to no shock to anyone. This video was filled with so many skaters that have lost their damn minds. Like like but it was to our benefit, of course, right? I guess so. I guess fortunately or unfortunately, however you want to look at it, you know, depending on your point of view, this video kicked ass. But let me start off. I'm gonna start off with Taylor Kirby, uh, his part first, just for a couple minutes. I mean, his very first like blast over that fence was absolutely insane, insane. And at first, I thought it was just an ollie, but then they they showed the second angle. It was a melon grab. Which even kind of, I think it makes it even more insane because you're you're crouching, you're you're grabbing, your fingers get caught up on those fences. You know, there's a lot of things that could go wrong. But I was just like, how in the hell did you do that? Like, how did you get that fast? I mean, did you like roll down a mega ramp or something? Was there a bungee involved? Like, it was very cool the timing of that edit. Like, it just all of a sudden here he is flying over this uh, fence, dude. Like, no problem. Okay, whatever. So damn crazy. And that switch tray, it was a switch tray down a double set. That was a little uncalled for. I'm like, okay, dude, now you're starting to piss me off. I mean, because you made it look so easy. Like, that was not cool at all. And what does he do immediately after that? Taylor proceeds to ollie back up that said double set. <laughs> and you have to go back. Go back and pause it at 1 minute and 30 seconds. 36 seconds, actually. Checking my notes here. And peep the look on his face. If I tried to do that at that spot... I'd be lucky to make it up like the first few steps. Like he was so zoned in and locked in. I, I would hit that first flat and be like, that would be my, my war. Oh yeah. Rick Beta always up three steps. <laughs> he gets wrecked all day and finally does it. Yay. But that was crazy going back up the amount of effort and pop needed. But I was wondering, it's going to get serious for a second here. What was up with that woman that needed to hug him? Can any? I know one person out there can probably fill me in. I don't think I saw it because I, I peeped through all the Thrasher Maxima. Maybe there was an interview. He talked about it. Someone can fill me in the backstory with that because only because she said, and I quote, I am so proud of you. And then seconds later, she leaned in, hand on hip, and said, now you want to kill yourself? 
because I'll beat you. <laughs> She's like, I will straight up end your life right now. I'm going to stab you in the neck with, the, with this grabber. But I'm so proud of you. <laughs> so I don't know. I, I mean, was it because he did that like long ass lip slide and technically put his life on the line? You know, or maybe he was an old, she was an old counselor of his or an old therapist, you know, or maybe it was so like she was confused when he said, hey, I'm getting on death wish and that he didn't have a death wish, although technically he kind of does because he's on the team and both are kind of the same. But either way, I mean, that lady was ready to like to put the smack down and I said, hang that little grabber right in his face. I'll, I'll, I'll fuck you with I'll just, ugh, I'm so proud of you. Come here and let me, I'll beat you. <laughs> so let me know. Send me an email, tweet at me, whatever. I, I just need to know. My curious mind, I need to know There's if there's some backstory on it. Maybe there will be later on with a rough edit. I don't know. But oh, rubbing my hands now. How about, okay, how do I say this? Yeah, it was an enormous kickflip right at 420. And yes, I did notice that timeline. And I'm sure that was intentional. But how in the hell do you ollie a street that big? That and it could easily fit three cars, like three legit, like three Cadillacs, or three Volkswagen buses, whatever. They could fit easily. And as of the time of this recording, this is my second favorite kickflip of all time. I'm putting it on record. First one is by Enzo. You guys know, you know. If not, look it up. But second place is Taylor's. That that was just so huge. And and also, whatever you do, don't do this. Don't pause it at four minutes and twenty two seconds. Don't do it. It'll make you feel bad about yourself, about your skateboarding skills. Yeah, I'm just looking out for you. But I did love the third angle though. Love that. It was so gnarly. So well done. I mean, ah, oh, so big. I, I don't get it. I don't get it. And once again, he came flying in. Where'd you get all that speed, dude? Got all that pop. Caught it halfway through the street. Could eat a sandwich up there. Ay, ay, ay. And then we had what <laughs> I like to call the next of kin montage. So all the filler in between, like Foy and Pedro. So many familiar faces, so many shredders. You know, Jake Hayes threw down some hammers. Deathwish's first ever female rider, Victoria Ruzega. Ru Ru no, I'm sorry, Ruizga. I hope I not pronounced that right. Had a great part, and she had $13.61. Don't know what that was for. You know, Julian Davison killed it. Neen, he still has his Bruce Lee flips. He's got that kick. Plenty of heel flips, plenty of varial flips, plenty of... He'll flip to rail. I mean, the dude was just kicking. And he still got he still has it. Still has that kick. So that was good to see. And Jamie Foy. I mean, he still rides the kinkiest rails in the game. Like his opening front crook seemed to go on and on and on forever. I was just hoping that they were gonna stick and like wait around and stick and see who comes out of that custodian door. Like he was pounding on it. He was banging on it. <laughs> You know, has some awkward, like, <laughs> moment of confusion as he or she kind of comes out and goes, Whoa, I'm just trying to fill up my mop bucket, dude. Why do you keep pounding my door? But one of my favorite tricks that he does, it's a nollie front blunt. And just to say that out loud, a nollie to front blunt down a rail. 
And the one he did, it was at 17 minutes, 44 seconds, was so clean. And those are, to me, those are one of those tricks that when you really think about it, it should, I mean, it should almost seem impossible because you're nollying and then you got to shift everything back to come back to a blunt. So, well done, Jamie. Well done. And you know, you 18 minutes, 31 seconds. How crazy was that board slide? And you know, you know the one I'm talking about, right? The one if you like, you closed your eyes. You can even do it now. You would swear that it was someone skating down like a really fast brick road. Unbelievable. I want to know how many takes. Maybe I'm guessing seven max. But five came to my head first. Like I could picture Foy landing that in five tries. Seven max, though. And I still can't believe it was that huge feeble. It was about a 20, like a 22 stair rail. Something like that. But I'm surprised that didn't change uh, Adam from skating his hard's mind yet. Adam, did you see that one, dude? Like, did you watch all three angles? For that, for those that don't know, Adam hates feeble grinds, and I'm trying to convince him, dude. If if Jamie Foy, if he can't convince you, then no one can, because that one was legit. I mean, just give his ender a chance too. You know, I'm still talking to you, Adam. I'll have my attorneys call you, and maybe we can get something sorted out. You know, just let me know. We'll figure it out. But one thing. <laughs> One thing for sure, though, I know we can all agree on is that Jamie and Pedro are not, not ballers. They don't ball. Jamie, he did get a couple of dribbles in, and technically he technically he didn't move his feet, so it wasn't traveling, but it was damn near close. So close. I was like, dude, he's going to travel. And he doesn't even probably know travel. He's like, I just walk around. Oh, what? I carry what? But Pedro had his number the whole time. Both eyes were locked into each other, right? It's kind of what you do. It's a, it's a mind game. You're watching the eyes, watching the ball. But Pedro slaps the ball out of it, steals it, spins, and takes a shot like right away. No need to look in the. <laughs> it, it was nowhere near, I should say. He didn't even lock in his target or anything close to the basket. Nope. He was probably worried that Jamie was going to come around, maybe block it. So I, I get that. But that ball caught some major air. So I'll give you that, Pedro. That ball caught some air. Major, major air. And Jamie, I think next time. You just have to kind of you bounce the ball, use both hands if you can. Sometimes you turn around, you kind of do that that butt push, you know, push Pedro back a little bit, kind of stand, like place your your feet in the ground, kind of push back and do a you know jump jump shot. I don't know, I'm getting too worked up on it, but I just had to mention that. So, but that moment was you know quickly forgotten because as soon as Pedro started make take you know he was taking slams first, but that first it was that ollie into the bank that everyone kind of always up you know so he he was all in into it and you could straight up hear like bone on cement for many of actually i think all the attempts and he got up like it was nothing didn't waste no time you know getting right into his insanity i loved his it was a front lip down that long ass rail 2133 that was so gnarly and he just had to. He, I mean, he had, for that trick and that time and, the, and the, the time of the day, the environment, he had to do that crotch shot. You know, the crotch shot. You know, all the wrestlers do it. And I had to do a double take for a second. I was like, wait, is that, did he do that in front of me? 
or my family because we have the exact model and color of that accord. <laughs> Seriously, I was like, is that me? Wait, no, that wasn't me. I don't remember any crazy guy, you know, crotch chopping in front of me and it's on a skateboard. So I snapped back into reality, you know. But, oh, quick random thought, actually. I think Pedro could pull off being in the WWE. Just saying. I mean, I could totally picture him with, like, a bandana around his head, like, shades, busting a chair over dudes' heads, crotch chopping all over him. And I know for a fact that's not an original take either. I bet other people think that, too. Just saying. So, anyway, back to the video. It was great to hear the voice, uh, you know, hear Jake Phelps's voice of kind of reason right before I'm still on Pedro his switch it was a switch flip down the I guess it's a random stair six stair in the middle of a you know hill bomb so he did a switch hill bomb after that switch flip and I held my breath the entire time I knew he's going to be fine but I kept imagining like me trying that and getting like a one-way ticket to the the ER he did do a slide and roll, and because of his skill and his professional level, quote-unquote, he could pull that off, but most of us would just get wrecked. We'd be done. They should have had, like, a do not attempt this while visiting SF, like, disclaimer on that one. Just pop it up with a quick credit. And you also, too, you know how in, like, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, like, after every turn, like you do, they, they give you a stat so you can find out how long you've grinded, you know, no stalls or whatever. I would like to know how many feet he grinded for this video. I mean, it, is it a record? Because the rails he grinded so long, and not including like his attempt. I mean, I would say including his attempts too. So if you include all of that, how long did he grind? Some of his grinds were like so big that I was legit holding back tears. So bravo, Death Wish. Bravo. Talk about such a perfect name for a perfect team. It all makes sense. You see the squad, you're like, oh, yeah, they're all on the death wish. Of course they are. And if they ever release a physical copy of this video, I'm going to buy it. Plain and simple. It's definitely one of my favorite videos of 2020. Okay. Got to grab some tea. Appreciate you being patient. Next up, I want to talk a little bit about it was a documentary called Four Days, and that's F-O-R Days, like for like ellipses for days. And it included Mason Silva, Louis Lopez, and their filmer, Ryan Lee. This was about 26 minutes long. Didn't feel like it as well. Like the Death Wish video, it didn't feel that long. This video as well. And it, it was just packed with like so many nuggets like and great like behind-the-scenes info, which, which I love. I love to see that. You know, not a lot of music, just kind of more backstory so more of this please 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 anyone making you know edits documentaries this is the stuff that i love so keep it coming because this was great so and what i especially liked is they showed some footage from back in 2011 i think that's probably i can't i think that's around the time they started hooking up skating together and they got the obligatory high five you know after a couple makes then they flash forward you know to present day you know when both mason and louis Oddly enough, we're playing basketball as well. But a quick side note, <laughs> you know I'm going to mention it. I think Louie could help, like, spice up Foy's game a bit, if you think about it. You know, even if Jamie kind of just, if he watched how he dribbled, 
I think that would benefit him tremendously. So just want to put that out there. No pressure, Jamie, you know, but back to the video. So I do, I mean, I do recall reading like a while back on how um, Mason and Louis first met, but it was nice to actually hear like firsthand, like from their, their mouths, how it all went down. It was all meant to be. The stars were all aligned for Mason's dad. He happened to be Louis's middle school teacher. I mean, how cool is that, right? I mean, not only is Mason's dad like the his original hype man, right? Of course he is too. I mean, you think about it. I'd probably be, do the same. Like if my, if, I, if my kid skated as well as Mason, like if he was that skilled on four wheels as Mason is, I'd have it written on the chalkboard. <laughs> my son is a great skateboarder. He rides for follow his youtube <laughs> may may skate you know i would i'd be he was and still probably is his original hype man so it, it just trips me out to think that for one mason got his start via youtube it's still i mean i, I mentioned that because someone my age and i know there are at least three of you out there kind of similar age four or five whatever you know got some, some people listening like, yeah yeah i know rick it's much different than getting like your big break via vhs or Betamax, or Hi8. You get where I'm going with this, so not YouTube. So, well done, Mason. Way to start. May, May, skate. I get it. All right, it works. It works for me. One thing I did discover, though, in this documentary is how much Mason and I have in common. You're probably like, what? what? Dude, no, you know Well, I mean, not really. But I, too have lego head actually had lego head if you've seen the documentary you know what i'm talking about if not you got to check it out but there's a reason why i keep my hair short so it may i i i get you man I'm, I'm a number three clipper attachment so all the way around for me number three but mason looks like more like straight just no clips or a number one so his is really really like short so I'm honored to have that in common with you, man. So all I got to say is hashtag hair Twitter. Where are you at? And as much as I've been, you know, talking about, you know, Louie and Mason, the real shining star here is what I want to get, I wanted to point out today is Ryan Lee. Or as Louie said, I would say that Ryan is our secret weapon. Hell yeah, he is. The dude got Louie three thrasher covers because of the spot selections that he chose and the picture that came up from it that's insane to even say aloud out loud right because if ryan didn't have it or he didn't kind of take him these spots dude who knows i mean louis got the skills but he needs the spots too and ryan is there hooking him up with spots after spot after spot you guys are so damn lucky to have him on your side and i know you know that i'm just vocalizing it to anyone that maybe didn't see it and plus, he's got every tool that you need. And he's got like, I don't know, 50 million spots for like, or pins for spots, I should say. But yeah, 50 million spots in his head or the research. Did you guys see that? Actually, it's more like as of this recording or as of the recording when they, 3,558. That's a lot of spots. I don't think in the 30 years of skate, oh, actually, yeah, 30 plus years of skate. I don't know if I've even hit 3,558 spots. That's insane. But I bet he's got like at least 3,700 now. Right, Ryan? I don't know what your your uh, rate of pin increases is, but I, I would guess 3,700, but he's probably, probably like, nah, man, I'm at 45. What are you talking about, Rick? Get your facts straight, dude. But needless to say, he is a spot 
beast. And I wrote that with a capital B-E-A-S-T. Beast. So very impressive. So very impressive. But and it's a good secret weapon to have, you know. And I was cra- I was really cracking up when he was talking about how he kept getting hit up for pins. And then he got blasted with like 15 requests in one day. And that was kind of like a I mean, it was he's smart enough to catch on. A little light bulb moment. He's like, oh wait, I don't think I need to be doing this. So he pulled the pin on that gesture. He's like, nope, cut the cord. And of course, with a smile. <laughs> Which basically that meant find your own damn spot, suckers. <laughs> He's like, yeah, 15 people started hitting me up, or at least 15 in one day. And he's like, nah, that, that was his sign. So he's got all the power right there in his phone and his GPS. So how would you become part of it? You got to become friends with Mason. You got to become friends with either Louie or, or Ryan. You got to work. If you're trying to get spots, you got to become friends with those guys. But they're probably going to be like, they're going to they're gonna notice that. They're be like, dude, this guy's just in us for pins, man. We, we saw you pushing Mongo a mile away. We knew you were coming. We knew what you were going to do. We knew what you were going to say. But all I got to say is it was a fantastic 26 minutes. And just the overall vibe from these guys is so refreshing to see. I just wish they could all get Sody. You know, Ryan too. You know, it's 2020. Things are like, things aren't even normal this year anyway. Just actually give them the, give them the whole crew a Cody award. Right? I'd be fine with that. Totally fine with that. But clearly, they are a force to be reckoned with, and, and it will continue to be so as well. And as Ryan said, and I quote, I just want to film my best friends for as long as I can. And I'm not going to lie, that that comment got me a little emotional. I was watching them. I'm like, dude, this is, this is like we're experiencing like a moment here, you guys. It's not just a documentary. I mean, this is how awesome skateboarding is. That's what it's all about. And it shows. So it really shows, you guys. So keep it up. So, Ryan, thank you for capturing years and years of fantastic Mason and Louis Clips. Much respect, Ryan. All I got to say is that, actually, now I think about it, it just popped in my head, too. I was going to say thank you for all you've done again. But can someone connect me with human resources? His boss. Someone at his company. This guy needs a raise. And not just 3% either. 6% or more. That's I'm looking out for you, Ryan. 6% or more. Can someone make it happen? He deserves it. Thanks in advance, guys, for doing that. Appreciate it, really. Okay. Now I got a special treat. Got a final segment that I want to add in today. And this is something I was kind of losing sleep over. And it's only because it's so out of my wheelhouse that I didn't know I mean, if I truly wanted to attempt this, okay? It will be a first ever for this podcast as well. And I do appreciate Milton Martinez helping me out with this as well. I mean, he didn't have to do that. But that's the kind of guy Milton is, so thank you. So hear me out for just a minute. And be sure to approach this with an open mind, okay? Take a deep breath, open mind. Do you trust me? That's that's actually the question I should be asking. Do you guys trust me? That is the main question. And I hope that by now you do. I never do you wrong. I never will. I'd never do you wrong. So talking to myself now. Deep breath, Rick. Okay, you got this, Rick. Here we go. We're going to do the first ever No Mongo meditation courtesy of Smokes. Don't, don't laugh. I'm, 
Don't, I hear you trying to laugh. Put your phone down. As I said, so hear me out. And if you are truly committed to this, you have to hear the entire thing through, okay? There's no bailing out midsection, no bailing out mid-meditation. It's not going to be that long, okay? So I can hear you now. You might be saying like, but Rick, I don't meditate. Never have, never will. And I, repli I would reply to that statement by saying, that's exactly why you need to meditate. You need to start. Okay, so trust me. Whew. Yeah, why am I so nervous? Yeah. Meditation on a podcast. Okay, are you ready? Okay. So I said, try not to laugh. Because this is way outside my comfort zone. So I think we'll be... I think it'll be a win-win for all, okay? This is going to be a win for all humanity. Who knows? Maybe I'll launch my own meditation podcast after this. I don't know. Let's do this. All right. So I need you to find a, like a nice and quiet place. Could be a bedroom somewhere outside. Preferably you're not driving. But hey, if you're driving, I get it. You know, just go to your happy place. So Next, I want you to find a nice chair or even like a spot on the couch. Anywhere you can simply slow the mind and focus on the breath. Okay, at this point, I want you to close your eyes. Take one long, deep breath in. Hold it. And then release. In through the nose, out through the mouth. Stop laughing. When exhaling, be sure to really focus on the release. Okay, this is what we're going to do throughout this Milton meditation. Do this like three more times. Okay, kind of get the flow. Feel your lungs taking in that beautiful fresh air. And now I'm going to add in the Milton part of this meditation. Okay. Continue to focus on the breath. Cue Milton. Imagine that you're pushing down the street. You come up and roll into Dictionary Hill. That's right. You're in beautiful San Diego where it's always 75 degrees year round. Let your skin absorb all the vitamin T, the vitamin T you can get. You can feel it. You're now feeling the wind ripping through your hair, providing you nature's soundtrack as you pass through that first flat section. You're gaining more speed, like a lot. The wind in your ear is becoming more forceful, but you can't lose focus. Deep breathe in. Hold release you've just passed the second flat that was a quick one keep in mind it's 30 mile per hour speed limit and you don't need to heed those stop signs okay inhale hold release as you roll over that final flat do you hear the seagulls you're now going so fast that if you lose concentration you are toast a goner Hold steady. Hold steady. No wobbles. No wobbles. And you made it. Now you can open your eyes. Are you calm and relaxed? <laughs> me neither. That was terrifying. Are you kidding me? Ah, damn it. Maybe I'll try next week again. Except like a hill bomb in the rain. Yeah. It was worth a try. Let me know your thoughts on the Milton meditation. One more time in. Breathe in. 